Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin. I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in, as ever. The Premier League's back. The Championship's back. <laughs> Good in. Uh, you know, we say that, but to be fair, it's been a great qualifying campaign for England so far. Um, thoroughly yeah. enjoyed the two games. Yeah, yeah. Ten goals, four. One against, silence in the racists. Yeah, absolutely love it. Unfortunately, with last week's joint bomb-proof treble, we came very close, really, didn't we? Uh, two yeah, very, yeah. very comfortable games, um, both victories. And then it was Barry who uncharacteristically drew 0-0. So, but we'll come on to all that later in the show. Um, we'll cover that in detail and go through this week's bomb-proof trebles. But this week, it's pretty much... Back to the bread and butter, full fixture list, Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two. Absolutely. Can't wait to get stuck in. So, yeah. you want to attack the Premier League? I do, but before we attack the Premier League, I just want to say welcome if there's any new listeners to the show. Um, we actually put the podcast for the first time on Spotify uh, last week, and I think it's brought in quite a few new listeners. So, if you're new to the show, it's great to have you here with us and hopefully you stick with us till the end of the season. Um, we pretty much go through all four leagues, any cup competitions that are on and uh, pick out our betting highlights from all of the leagues and all of the games. Right, let's attack the Premier League then, shall we? Um, 12.30 kickoff on Saturday, Fulham, Man City, Fulham huge 16-1, to down, relegated. Mathematically not yet, but, you know, these kind of games only kind of prolong the inevitable, don't they? Man City 1-7. to seven. You can't see this being a banana skin at all for City, surely? Surely not. Fulham haven't won any of their last seven games against City. That also goes um, alongside the fact that Fulham have lost their last six and City have won their last six. So not only is the current form against them, so is history. Uh, one thing I would say, you know, Fulham did give Liverpool a bit of a scare. In the end, it was their own uh, undoing. Uh, the worst goalkeeper in the league, uh, Sergio Rico, um, cost his team there. Um, one to seven, it's really not worth pursuing. I know. Just the scare that they gave Liverpool. I could see Fulham, you know, maybe putting on a bit of a show for the fans and maybe getting a goal. Maybe making a game of it, but ultimately, it's, it's going to be a City win. There is absolutely no doubt about that. If you do fancy both teams to score for this game, I personally, I, no, it's not for me. Um, it's 20 to 23, though, so it, it's a fairly decent price if you do fancy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, early kickoff to get us going. Let's move on. There are a raft of three o'clock kickoffs. There's five Brighton, Southampton, Burnley, Wolves. Palace, Huddersfield, Leicester, Bournemouth, Man United, Watford. Uh, the one that stands out for me here is probably Palace, Huddersfield. Not mm -hmm. the best price for Palace, one to two. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Huddersfield, like Fulham, not mathematically down, but it's pretty much inevitable that they will eventually be confirmed as relegated. I, I think Palace, although... 
They're a bit inconsistent recently. Won three, lost three of their last six. They have more than enough quality in their squad to beat this Huddersfield side, who aren't really showing much. Going down with a whimper, they've lost five out of the last six. They've not won away from home since they beat Wolves on the 25th of November. Uh, they've lost every single other, other away game by one nil-nil draw with Cardiff. So, yeah, this is surely a, a Palace victory and that will see them near enough cement their Premier League place for next season. Yeah, the alarming thing for Huddersfield, uh, they made a game of it, didn't they, against West Ham? Uh, lost 4-3 um, the last time out. Inexcusably conceded 80, 84, I believe, 84 and 90. Just yeah. inexcusable. You can't be doing that. Um, my big problem is Carl Hearn Grant, the January uh, catcher from Charlton, Yep. He got two in that game, and he became the club's second top scorer this season. What a joke. In one game. <laughs> one, one goal off, Jorgensen, who has three. Wow. He's the club's wow. top scorer this season. Absolutely firing blanks for the entire season. One to two, I'd, I'd like a bit more. That is, that's pretty tight, um, but should be a victory there. Yeah. Let's I move agree. on. To a Tom Walker classic. No prizes for guessing this one. (laughs) No, absolutely no prizes for guessing that it's going to be both teams to score. So, which game? Leicester-Bournemouth. So, Leicester are the home side. Both teams to score is priced at four to six. Pretty, I think it's quite a standout, both teams to score. um, When you have a look at the two teams both try and play open attacking football. Um, Leicester, they, their last seven games have been both teams to score. And for Bournemouth, three of the last five have been both teams to score. Uh, both got very dangerous players going forward. Uh, both of them you know, are, are definitely better at scoring than defending. And you know, both teams don't really have a lot to play for. Leicester in 10th. Bournemouth in 12th. They both had good seasons. Leicester maybe could be looking at that seventh position. All depends on what happens with the FA Cup, I suppose, and you know where the European places are going to go. I think it will be entertaining, carefree, and a uh, forward-thinking game. Yeah, yeah, I can see that one definitely being a both teams to score. Moving Hard on to from... pick a result, I think, there. Yeah, it is, definitely. Man United Watford, Man United price at two to five should get a victory there at home. I think that's a little bit tight. I know Man United have been very good for the large part since Solskjaer took over, but Watford are a tricky team, aren't they? Yeah, uh, I'd say more so at home at Vicarage Road than away. But you know, still two to five is a little bit tight considering how Watford could upset anybody really on the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Watford are capable. Um, we've seen it before. They there's two sides of them, isn't there? There's the Watford that that just rolls over and gets pummeled, and there's yeah. the Watford that turns up and uh, you know destroys teams in and around them and pushes the top sides. I wouldn't be surprised if Watford got on the score sheet. I was having a look at their kind of uh, form against the bigger sides. Lost to Chelsea two one. 
managed to get on the score sheet. That was at Vicarage Road. At Wembley, they lost 2-1 to Tottenham. Man City, away, they lost 3-1. They're capable of getting on the score sheet, even against the big sides. Yeah. The price, 2-5, to five, is something that is not overly enticing for United. I think you could get United to win and both teams to score. It's 15-8. to eight. United aren't exactly blessed at the back. And 15-8, uh, to eight, I think that's a decent price. You've got players like Delafeu and Dini and Pereira going forward. Why not? Yeah, no, absolutely. Why not? Um, anything you like from the other games we've not covered or the 5.30 West Ham Everton? Not really. Not really. Sunday then, there's two games. Cardiff-Chelsea, Liverpool-Spurs. We'll quickly touch on Cardiff-Chelsea. Um, Chelsea have struggled away, haven't they? Yeah. Against in the league recently, lost 2-0 to Everton. Remember, not that long ago, they lost 4-0 away at Bournemouth. 6-0. Was it 6-0? Away at City. Um, yeah. Could Cardiff spring a surprise at 8-1? to if you ask me, the biggest kind of upset opportunity in the Premier League this, this weekend, it's this game. Yeah. I think this is all down to mentality. So I think Cardiff and Warnock are going to go. They're going to they're gonna get in Chelsea's face. They're going to try to put them on the back foot. And it's basically, they're going to see if they're up for it. And we've seen, not just this season, Seasons gone before us where Chelsea have not been up for the fight. And yeah. I, 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 I'm I, not saying that I think Cardiff will win because ultimately Chelsea have got far better players. But if you're looking at any Premier League fixture to throw an upset, Cardiff, surely, 8-1, to one, it's whew, tempting. It's huge. Uh, you talk about uh, players being up for it, up for the fight. And we've seen Sarri speak about their problems uh, with motivation, with mentality. So, you know, you, ne- you never know. If you do fancy perhaps to stay on the safe side a little bit, Cardiff or draw is 7-4. to four. So just a shade under 2-1 to one for either Cardiff to win or Cardiff to draw with Chelsea. So there's value even in that. Yeah, and, and Cardiff. Cardiff, they at home, they've been decent. They've won six of 16 games, which for a, a team that's 18th, not actually bad. It's not bad. Um, so, you know, they they definitely stand much more of a chance being the home side, don't they? And as you mentioned, yeah. Car- uh, Chelsea, don't fancy it on the road. And this is not somewhere. One thing I'd say, Chelsea cannot go into this game half-hearted. Absolutely no chance. No. 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 They, have to, they have to want it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk Liverpool Spurs then, the 4.30 on Sunday. Liverpool are priced at 11-20, to 20, the draw 3-1, to 1, Spurs 5-1. to 1. Uh, Looking at Liverpool's remaining fixtures, they've got seven games left. This one, at home to Spurs, along with, you'd probably say home to Chelsea, they're the two hardest fixtures left, really. Even this, I fully expect Liverpool to get the victory. The form that Mane's on, he's literally dragging this team. If they're going to win the league, it's down to that guy. 
You know, you can forget yeah. for me, you know, Salah's stats are good from earlier in the season, but recently he's been well off the boil. Um, yeah. It's been Mane that's literally dragged them by the scruff of the neck to oh, some of their God, yeah. points in, in recent weeks. 100%. If it wasn't for Virgil van Dijk, Mane would, would win uh, Liverpool's player of the year comfortably. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. van Dijk's going to absolutely destroy that award. <laughs> but yeah. Mane... Has been incredible. I, I never. I always thought Mane was the weakest of the three, to be honest. Always, yep. but um, yeah, he's been absolutely world class. I think it's fair to say Sadio Mane recently has been world class. There's no two, yep. no That's doubt awesome. about that. And I agree with you, Tom. I think Liverpool they'll be seeing this almost as a cup final. You know, get past this, and it's one of the major hurdles down. Um, it's a it's a big game. Spurs have got their own agenda, haven't they? Um, third in the league, need to need to kind of consolidate that top four spot, especially the first full season in a new stadium coming up next year. That yeah. they're going to want to be a Champions League side. There, imagine that you're in London. You are a kind of outside Premier League title contender. You play Champions League football. You've got a brand new stadium that's never been played in before. That is some sales pitch to new players. Take away, the, take away the Champions League and throw the Europa in there. It doesn't quite have the same ring to it, does it? So big game. But for me, Liverpool, 11 to 20. They'll just have too much for them, I think. Yep, I agree. Spurs don't have a great record at Anfield either recently. Uh, the last victory they got there was about eight years ago in the 2010-2011 season. Since then, largely Liverpool have got the victories. There's been a few draws thrown in there as well. But uh, yeah, it's not been a happy hunting ground for Spurs of recent in recent years. No. Every team, Chelsea have Hazard. You know, United have maybe Pogba. Arsenal perhaps have, you know, Aubameyang. Everyone has a, a player they rely on. Of course they do. That's what strikers are for. But I feel like with Tottenham, if Son or Kane is not on it, forget it. That's yeah. how I feel about them. Absolutely forget it. Um, Absolutely. Ali and everyone are, are, are great players. I think Ali's class, but... If they they yeah. don't have anyone to finish the things off. You know, Ericsson, Ali, technically fantastic, creatively fantastic, but... In terms of putting the ball in the net, if it's not Kane and it's not Son, you're struggling. Yeah, 100%. So those two have to be on it for, for uh, Spurs to fancy, for Spurs to stand a chance. Yeah. Okay. Arsenal-Newcastle, for me, uh, home. whenever I see Arsenal at home, as long as they're not against the top six side, um, I'm pretty confident that they'll get the victory. 4-11 to 11 reflects that in the odds. Uh, Newcastle can be tricky, more so at St. James's Park. You know, they've won the last three home games, not won in the last three away games. Arsenal, we know, one of the best home records in the league. Very, very strong at the Emirates. So, 4-11 mm-hmm. to 11, doesn't offer any value whatsoever, but they no. should get the points. Uh, Arsenal have lost one home game all season yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, cool. Championship then. You start us off, buddy. Championship. Let's go for Leeds United. Let's talk Leeds. Is this the year? 
It's honestly, it's been the year for so long. It, it kind of, I felt to me like it's never going to happen. Um, we're at the tail end of the season. So there's just eight, Tom, there's just eight remaining championship fixtures. So this is crunch time. They are a point off Sheffield United, who currently occupy second, and five points off Norwich, which, you know, is, is quite a few, but it's not the end of the world. They have a home game against Millwall, and Millwall recently are going one way. They've been really, really poor. They did manage a shock in terms of their, um, in terms of their kind of form. It was a huge surprise that they beat Birmingham um, 2-0 in their last championship fixture. They pushed Brighton 2-2 close, so it does look like they've turned a corner. But before that, whew, they were getting stuffed left, right, and centre. And against some, some kind of average teams as well. So really, really concerned for Millwall in this fixture, going to Ellen Road, yeah. 3 o'clock kickoff, crowd behind them. Yeah, Leeds for me is quite an obvious tip. One to two. So that's what you get when you bet, you know, third at home to 20th. But uh, Leeds should win that, no problem. Yeah. Um, what I'd be looking at, as well as one to two um, on the nose, half time result Leeds 11 to 10. So Leeds will be winning at half time 11 to 10. Yeah, agreed. So what else we got apart from Leeds? We'll stick with the promotion contenders. Sheffield United are at home to Bristol City. They're priced at four to six. Thoroughly expect Sheffield United to get the victory here. This game, what, two months ago? Would have been a much different proposition, wouldn't it? Facing Bristol yeah. City when they've won about nine games in a row Oof, across all yeah. competitions. Ever since they lost to Wolves in the FA Cup, they haven't won a game then. We talk so often about how Lee Johnson's sides are so streaky, aren't they? It's crazy. It, yeah. can, it keeps consistently <clears> happening. Um, so after that nine-game winning streak, they've not won in the last six. I can't see them winning again here. They don't look like they're going to turn a corner. You know, they drew last time out to Ipswich, rock bottom of the league. Doesn't yeah. inspire you much whatsoever. Uh, so despite their league position, ninth, two points off the playoffs, I don't think that gives you a true representation of how Bristol City are playing at the moment. They're poor. Sheffield United should get a comfortable win. Yeah, really threatened to gate crash the the playoff picture, didn't they? And it's actually testament to that run they went on because even, as you mentioned, they haven't lost in their last six. They're two points off Villa. That's all it is. It's two points. So, you know, Get a get a point somewhere, get a victory, try turn this around. All of a sudden, you're, you're well in with a shout. Um, yeah. But Saturday, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Sheffield United, they're they're like a machine at home. In the league, they've not conceded a goal at home since December the 26th. So wow. that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven home clean sheets in a row. And that is, you know, that's such solid promotion for Mays. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Forest fan, so I'm not a big Sheffield United fan, but I admire what they've done this season. Um, they've been fantastic. 
let's talk about a bit of a banana skin. I love a good old banana skin, to be honest. Uh, this yeah. week, this week, the banana skin is Derby County. So I know you'll be in the betting shops, you'll be on your betting app, however you put your bets on on the weekend, and you'll be looking, okay, Derby 8th, Rotherham 22nd, Derby at home, formality. Incorrect. Incorrect. Derby have been so shaky recently, especially at home. They've really, really struggled. 0-0 with Stoke, a one all with Sheffield Wednesday, a narrow and very, very fortunate win over Wigan, a defeat to Millwall. Um, they beat Hull previously to that, a narrow, def- a narrow victory over Reading. It, it's not been a happy hunting ground. Derby have been much better on the road. Um, yeah. However, even then, you throw in uh, their last five games. There's away defeats at Forest, Red, and Villa, <laughs> um, where they got panned four nil. Rotherham, they they are struggling, and they are way better at home. They've only won one away game all season. It's at home where they do get the majority of their results. They are unbeaten in just under fifty percent of their away games this season. They have managed to get seven draws. And they are on some decent form at the moment. They're really putting up a fight. Uh, Their last away game, they beat QPR 2-1. Before that, they put up a good fight away at Sheffield United. Uh, Lost 2-0, no disgrace there. Drew away at Reading. Drew away at Hull. They're, They're probably on one of the best runs they've had of the season. And for me... Derby priced at eight to thirteen. I would not be going anywhere near that this weekend. Not been the best, as you've rightly read out. Um, Villa is the next team that I'll be looking at. Eight to thirteen to get the victory at home to Blackburn. Uh, we talked briefly about how Jack Grealish has really sparked Aston Villa into playoff contention. They've won four on the bounce. Uh, in the last two home games, which they played, they beat Middlesbrough 3-0, Derby 4-0. So some very strong recent home performances. Blackburn have only won one of their last nine, and they've not won away since the 12th of January. Uh, they've lost four, drawn one, and won one of their last six. So for me, I think it should be a comfortable victory for Villa to kind of cement their playoff push and uh, sixth place position. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. With Blackburn, I feel like kind of pre-Christmas, they were they were threatening to kind of gate crash the playoffs a little bit. They were yeah. they were one of those teams, weren't they? Kind of top ten, and everyone was looking at them. You know, oh, you know, Blackburn might be outsiders, but yeah. kind of slowly, slowly gone down the table. Now find themselves in seventeenth, which is a little bit of a fall from grace, but. Um, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. Villa should be fine. Um, let's talk about Friday. Very interesting game. Lots to talk about, Tom. Um, it's a West Midlands derby. Is it West Birmingham or West Midlands, aren't they? Yeah. 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 West Midlands derby. West Brom, Birmingham. Friday night. West Brom. Very tasty price for me. Three to four. Forget the Darren Moore thing. It's gone. Poor old Dazza. Me and Tom are still hurt, but <laughs> it's gone. 
Um, their new caretaker manager, James Sean, who will now be taking the reins for the rest of the season. It's amazing what two wins can do for you. Um, has a home game. So first game out, they beat uh, Swansea 3-0 at home. Then they had a very impressive victory. They went away at Brentford 1-1-0. That is no mean feat. And now they have Birmingham coming to town. So Birmingham are pending a nine-point deduction. Um, I believe the decision's gone through for it all to, to happen. Um, I think just the, uh, just the, the league tables haven't updated. Well, basically, they're going to be down to 18th as it stands, five points above the relegation zone with eight games to play, which throws Birmingham right in the thick of it. I think the last thing that Birmingham won right now is a game away at West Brom, away at rivals who are at the right end of the table. Yes, there was the Darren Moore thing, but that's gone now. They're looking for promotion. And West Brom are three to four. I think that is a fantastic price. It's so tempting. I, I agree. I agree. Birmingham crap at the moment. Aren't they? Lost four in a row. Lost four in a row. Points deduction. Everything seems to be going against them, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I always. I always like the idea of capitalising on kind of a cloud over the club. I feel like very rarely uh, does a, a group of players or a management team kind of come bouncing out. You know the other end of it with a win on the end. It's, yeah, I feel like this is going to be pretty damaging and you don't want to play your rivals, do you, after that? No. no you kind of look over not. your garden, you look over your neighbour's garden fence. Your lawn is full of weeds and bloody rabbits have eaten all your plants. And then you look over at your neighbour, West Brom, beautiful green lawn, sun shining. Do you know what I mean? That, that's, how it, that's how it must feel. <laughs> To be Lovely a Birmingham enough. fan, and if you if you look the other way, you've got Villa as well, and their, their lawn's beautiful at the moment. So, yeah, Birmingham need a new gardener, basically. <laughs> That's the analogy. <laughs> right, um, I think we've covered a lot of the champ there, haven't we? So shall we yeah. move on to League One? Yeah, I like the champ this week. Lots to choose from. Yeah, there is actually. It's probably the best league of the four. Um, mm. But League One, then. We always look yeah. at Barnsley. They're playing at home this week. Very, yeah. very reliable, aren't they? Oh, uh, so eight reliable. to eleven. Eight to eleven to beat Coventry at home. Barnsley have a fantastic home record. It's the second best in League One, just behind Luton. They played nineteen at home, lost zero. Uh, only ten goals conceded in their home games, which is the lowest in the league. So. You know, extremely, extremely strong at home. I can see them getting another victory here. They need it. You know, Sunderland, uh, if they win their games in hand, Sunderland would actually overtake Barnsley in, into wow. second place. So Barnsley need every single point they can get at the moment. Uh, and I think they've got an excellent opportunity against Coventry, who are a little bit hit and miss. Yes, yeah. Um, I think that's what that's what draws do for you, isn't it? Barnsley's it is. drawn too many games. They've drawn 12 games. Um, so, yeah, drawn too many and it, it could potentially catch up with them. Um, so, as you mentioned, Sunderland's two games in hand. Uh, the automatic promotion chase, Luton aside, 
in League One is fascinating. Let's talk about a team that is never mentioned, really. Never really mentioned. They're in the, the playoff chase. Uh, sorry, they're in the promotion hunt, and they have been nearly all season. Um, I tipped them a few times at the start of the season, but not recently, and that's Charlton Athletic. And Charlton, they are at home. They are priced at 8 to 13. So you already know they're playing somebody uh, who is struggling. And it's actually bottom of League One, Bradford, come into town. There's going to be absolutely no other result here, surely, than a Charlton win, despite the fact that Charlton have not been firing on all cylinders recently. Uh, they have won their last two home games, which is very comforting, including a very impressive win over Portsmouth. Beat them 2-1. That was a big game at the top of the league. Um, also managed to squeeze past a sticky Burton team. Um, they're not the best, but you know they are pretty pretty capable on their day. And as for Bradford, they've been just terrible, just terrible recently. Um, apart from a random three-one win over Peterborough, which sticks out, uh, their last victory you have to go back to the 29th of January. They beat Shrewsbury 4-3 at home. It's been an ugly season for Bradford. It it actually, I'm, I'm a complete neutral, got zero affiliation to Bradford, but it just kind of hurts me to see them go down. They're, they're, they're a big club. They've got a good stadium. They do so much right off the pitch for the fans and just it just hasn't worked out for them, has it? And unfortunately, on Saturday, I think they're going to get beat again. Lee Bowyer's Charlton in the playoffs looking for some form and who better to play than bottom of the league yeah absolutely Charlton are a great bet for me great bet yeah. I really think they're going to win this one comfortably uh, five losses in six for Bradford so poor so so poor yeah really um, I think it's worth mentioning in league mm. one a few manager changes could they affect mm. things this weekend um, good old Chris Powell you know everybody loves him Unfortunately, he has been sacked from South End. Uh, unsurprising, no wins in the last 11 games. They're 20th in the league, just outside of the relegation zone on goal difference. Um, we'll see if that change has any effect. I'm not quite sure who's in charge at the moment, actually. We also saw uh, Stuart McCall get sacked at Scunthorpe. Both of these teams have home games this weekend. Scunthorpe are playing AFC Wimbledon, Southend are playing Shrewsbury. So excellent opportunities for their caretaker managers to come in and, you know, get three points and help both teams' survival bids. Uh, Southend nine to five, so they're a very big price. Scunthorpe are thirteen to ten. Uh, so not anything I'm tipping out there strongly, but just to make people aware. Yeah. Okay, talking about teams being bunched up at the bottom, you're looking at this stage of the season for teams that are going on runs, aren't you? And a team that yeah. are really going on a run is Oxford. They've won four out of the last six, including the last two home games in a row. They're playing Wickham, who haven't won since the 26th of January. That was nine games ago. Oof. So they've lost six of their last seven in particular as well. So you've got one team here in Oxford who are pulling themselves well and truly away from relegation. They're on a great run of form. And you've got Wickham, who after starting the season well, having a good first half, 
they're going completely the opposite direction and they're really being sucked into some danger now. Oxford at home, great form. Wickham away, terrible form. It all points to an Oxford victory for me, priced at 10 to 11. Yeah, yeah. Oxford, very sticky, aren't they? I, th- I think one more win and they'll be 100% safe, if not already. Yeah, I think one more win. Are you done with League One? Shall we move on to the final league? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. The one that stands out for me here, to be honest, I don't think there's an awful lot in League Two um, this week, but the standout for me is Lincoln at home to Macclesfield. doesn't take a genius to tip this one. It's top against 23rd. Lincoln, you'd think now are pretty much assured of promotion with seven games to go. They're inside the automatic promotion spots by 13 points. It's only a matter of time now till they get promoted automatically. 8-15 to 15 at home to Macclesfield isn't the best price, but they should absolutely get the victory here. Macclesfield aren't winning many games. They've won one of the last six. Lincoln won the last two home games. They've not lost at home since the 8th of September when they lost to Crawley 1-0. So a long, long unbeaten home streak for Lincoln really formed the backbone of their promotion push. So another win here, another three points, another step closer to League One for me. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, this is the standout, isn't it? Um, as you mentioned, Lincoln are pretty much guaranteed to to be a League One team next year, which is an incredible achievement. And when you look at the teams at the bottom, Yeovil, Macclesfield and, and Notts County, not a single one of them can put together any kind of form. Um, they're all all over the place at the moment. So, yeah, completely agree with that tip. I think that's the most obvious one um, probably of the weekend. Um, do you trust Barry? That's wow, the question. Can- they put a big dent in the trust last weekend. A big oh, dent. Oh, God. Just a bit. Um, haven't got an easy game. They've got Swindon. And Swindon are, I mean, they're chasing a playoff spot. It's it's un- very, very unlikely. Seven points off with uh, eight games to go. It, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but they have been in some decent form under Richie Wellens. Lost two of the last six. Uh, Berry only lost one of their last six and they are unbeaten in their last four games. But we're not interested in unbeaten. We're interested in wins. And it's just three from the last six for Berry. As Tom mentioned, blew a huge opportunity um, away at a Grimsby side who have been dreadful recently. And they're in 15th and, you know, they're on the beach. But... Do we trust Berry? They're back at home. Much bigger game for them than Swindon. 8-13. to 13. I don't know if I fancy him at that price. I, d- I don't know if I do. No. Not for me. Not for me. It wouldn't surprise me if they won. And won comfortably. But I can't trust them after last week. I can't. You, meant, you said Grimsby are on the beach. They absolutely were. It seemed like from match reports that there was, it was a game with such poor quality. And you'd think a team like Berry chasing promotion against these teams with nothing to play for, you've got to put them away. You've got to put, be putting them away. Uh, so, yeah, very disappointing. Very disappointing. 
Very disappointing, mate. I agree. <laughs> Very disappointing. <laughs> um, for me, then, uh, we'll stick with the promotion race. I am looking at Exeter, actually, to beat Mansfield. A little bit of an upset. Uh, Exeter yeah. priced at eight to five. Mansfield the favourites for this game, thirteen to eight. However, I feel like in pretty much every league, when it gets to this stage of the season, the last kind of twelve to twelve or so games, there's always a team who drops off. But unfortunately, it's looking like that team may be Mansfield, unless they can turn it round pretty quick. Um, they look like they're destined for the playoffs when they should really be heading in, heading up to League One automatically after the season they've had. No wins in the last four games. They've not won away from home since they beat Colchester on the 19th of January. So that was over two months ago now. They're really struggling away from home. Uh, they go to Exeter, who they're all right. Very hit and miss. They've won the last two games. Uh, including a, a victory against Notts County and a victory against Colchester. I think I'm I'm going on how bad Mansfield have been recently compared to how good Exeter have been, but Exeter are, are a team capable of taking the chances, putting teams away when they get the opportunity to. So uh, for me, Exeter 8-5 to five is, is a good price. And Mansfield have got to be disappointed with themselves. Really oh, disappointed. God, yeah. God, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it was there for the taking, wasn't it? They've been given three of Forest's best best reserve players. My God, yeah, they've they have absolutely opened the door for MK Dons because uh, regular listeners to the show will know that me and Tom, um, you know, we kind of have this kind of joke going backwards and forwards about MK Dons. How you know Tom thinks they're so unreliable to bet on, and he's right. And Mansfield have absolutely opened the door for a team that can't string two free results together. They've opened the door. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now MK Dons are in there. It's theirs to lose, isn't it? So uh, Mansfield could be kicking themselves. Absolutely. Um, anything else you like the look of in league? Two? Yes, absolutely. Let's stay on the kind of promotion picture. And let's stay with two teams that are well within a chance of um, being a League One side next year. They go head-to-head. It's Tranmere and Carlisle. However, they are going through complete contrasting form right now. Um, Tranmere have won six in a row. Their last four at home. James Norwood is on absolute fire. He's bagged 26 league goals this season. He's the league's top scorer. On the flip side, you've got Carlisle also going for promotion, but they've only won one in their last six games. And they've had some really poor results as well. Um, Nothing worse than the home defeat to Notts County um, three match days ago. Uh, Within that, there's also a 2-2 draw at home to Cambridge. Uh, they've, They've been really poor. And for me, the... They've got. They stand almost no chance of getting promoted right now. Tranmere are the hot, hot team, uh, arguably in the top four leagues. I, I don't even know if Man City have won six in a row, have they? I don't even uh, know. Maybe. I think so. I think so. Maybe. Well, they're the Man City of League Two right now. Let's put it that <laughs> way. 
And um, yeah, they're priced wonderfully as well. 11 to 10. That's such a good price, I think, for an absolute promotion juggernaut. Um, yeah. And they're playing Carlisle, who they're crumbling a bit. And they're, they're, they're opening the door to the inconsistent Exeter to kind of cement their playoff spot. That's how I feel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Carlisle, really very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Tranmere can definitely take advantage of that. Um, oh, yeah. I don't have any more for League Two. No, no more for League Two. Okay, well, let's let's recap last week's joint bomb-proof treble. So as it was internationals, we picked a joint treble. So I picked two teams, I believe. I think you picked one. Uh, but we did have Luton, and they won 4-0 at home to Doncaster. We also had Lincoln away at Crawley, and they won 3-0. And it was all looking so comfortable until Barry turned up. And they drew 0-0 away at On The Beach, Grimsby, to cost the treble. Uh, it would have been so comfortable, wouldn't it? So, so comfortable. comfortable. I'm so angry with them. Absolutely raging. You know, it's not often we have a treble where all three teams keep a clean sheet and we don't win. Ridiculous. Oh, God. I think that could be the first time in podcast history, no? Surely. Yeah, very possibly could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very, very comfortable apart from the Berry game. I was, you know, they tend to score quite a lot of late goals as well to Berry. So I was pretty much full of hope up until the final whistle. But, meh, it wasn't to be. wasn't to be. Um, if you are new to the show, by the way, as Tom mentioned, uh, perhaps you're a Spotify listener. Welcome again. And you're wondering, what on earth is a bomb-proof treble? Well, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our knowledge, all of our research, and all of our kind of gut feeling, really, into a treble that we recommend you guys back. We just recommend putting on what you can afford to lose. Hopefully, um, using our tips, you get yourself some uh, profit at the weekend. Uh, we love seeing the winning bet slips. So, Tom? I am going to let you go first this week with your bomb-proof treble for the Profit Chasers. Okay, lovely. I think I've got a winner lined up for everybody here. Well, oh, I think wonderful. That week. I think yeah, that every we week. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this treble is called the Promotion Special. It doesn't pay too much money, but, you know, getting a winner is the objective here. So yeah. that's all that matters. Uh, we're going to start in the Championship with Leeds at home to Millwall, priced at one to two. Staying in the champ, Villa at home to Blackburn, eight to thirteen, and then drop into League One, Charlton at home to Bradford, again eight to thirteen. So the treble pays three to one. So example, ten pounds stake returns forty back. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, uh, Joe, what this time of the season? Uh, I, I really enjoy it because you. You've got kind of definitive goals for teams now. So yeah. teams that either fight in relegation and it, it it's, you know, crunch time. They're fighting promotion and it's crunch time or they're on the beach and they don't actually care. So <laughs> I feel like everyone's got a definitive uh, kind of um, objective at the moment. So that will hopefully help your treble. Really like that, Tom. And we'll be back in it for sure. 
All right, so I am going to go for something very similar to Tom. All of my teams that I'm going to read out are also going for promotion. So we're going to start off in the championship. We're going to go for Sheffield United. They're at home to Bristol City. They're priced at four to six. And we're then going to go down to League Two. We're going to go for league leaders, Lincoln, home to Macclesfield, eight to 15. And this is where we get our value. Tranmere Rovers, home to Carlisle. 11 to 10, 4.36 to 1, which means your £10 is going to pay you 53 back. Sheffield United, no. Lincoln, Tranmere. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. You've it. got it, mate. You've got it. You've Loves got it. That. All at home as well. All at home. Same with mine as well. Six oh. home teams. Six Absolutely. home teams. All going for you know promotion in their respective leagues. So. Why not? Why not? That's what I ask. Joint then. So this is where we combine both on air together at the same time uh, to create a joint bomb-proof treble. Um, anyone you in particular want to champion for your part of the treble? Yes. Yes. I, I think for the treble to even be worth backing, <laughs> we've got quite a lot of heavyweight favourites. Between yes. us, Tranmere are 11 to 10. I think purely just to make it worth winning, I think Tranmere need to be in it personally. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay absolutely nothing, is it? Shall we also... I think Leeds are definitely going to win. They're probably yeah. my... my they're probably the, the strongest. All right. And... Um, this is kind of fate then, because I let you go first this week. You took Charlton off me, so I would have had Charlton anyway. So why don't we put them in? Because then it's like a pick that we've both had. I'd rather have Sheffield United, if I'm honest, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Why Sheffield United in there? I was trying to be nice. You're just I'm a cold-blooded killer. I'm thinking about, what, seven home clean sheets in a row. Yeah, it's hard to ignore that, isn't it? Yeah, that is that is some serious form. Um, so that would some... pay 52 quid off a tenner. Love it. Love it. So Honestly. to recap, that, that's Tranmere, Sheffield United and Leeds. 52 quid off a tenner. Absolutely love that. Uh, wow. Three very strong trebles, as I mentioned, helped very much so by the time of the season. So hopefully we see all of your winning bet slips over the weekend. We absolutely love seeing them rolling on a Saturday. That's uh, why we do this, to be honest. Um, so if you want to keep in touch with us after the show, you can do so uh, via social media. The best way to do so is to uh, join the fun on Twitter. So our handle is T underscore FB podcast. We're also on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you have any inquiries, uh, questions, ideas, or anything like that, uh, you can email us football betting podcast at gmail.com for any of those inquiries. 
Yep. And if you have enjoyed the show, please do rate and review the podcast. We really appreciate anyone who takes the time to do that. Literally just takes a minute of your time. We mm. usually champion reviews and ratings on iTunes, but you know, now we've got Spotify, we've got this cast box thing, whatever it is that it's providing plenty of plays. So reviewers on cast box, if you're listening on that, uh, anywhere you listen, please do get on those ratings. We're just all over the place, aren't we? We're bloody everywhere. Yeah. Spreading ourselves <laughs> about a bit, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but guys, thank you very much for listening today. If you have enjoyed the show, as Tom mentioned, uh, please leave a rate and review. And especially if you're new, welcome and good luck. Good luck for the weekend. Any bets you do have on, even if they're not things we've recommended, we just like to see bet slips in general from your own selections or perhaps some selections which you've picked out from our show combined with your own. You know, whatever you do, uh, hopefully we, we hope to see a lot of winners come Saturday evening. Absolutely. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.